Hello, and welcome to Returning to Us, a podcast that gives you strategies and tips for how to hack your brain, build and strengthen relationships, and to teach people how to recognize and neutralize their emotional states. I'll discuss emotional intelligence and regulation, how food and exercise impact the body and brain, and share lessons from my own lived experiences. I'm Lauren Spiegelmeyer, the founder of The Behavior Hub, which is an organization that works to reduce the stressors of raising and educating children through a brain and biology-based lens. In these episodes, I'll share stories and strategies from my own life, work, and research, answer listener questions, and wrap it up with a try-it-at-home tip. Decades worth of information in just minutes. You ready? Today, we are talking about ways to gain energy if your energy levels and emotional states are low, or ways to neutralize energy if you are feeling uh, in this heightened state of emotion or energy, which probably is rare for adults. But this is about adults today, not so much about kids, but a lot of these things can be translated over to kids, especially teens. So to kick us off, know that, well, let's back up. If you haven't listened to the previous two episodes on the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, go listen to those and then come back to this episode or worst case scenario, listen to this, go back and listen to them. (laughs) Okay. So our bodies have millions, millions of neurons, which are responsible for making all the things in our body work. (laughs) And these neurons will either become like really stimulated and excited, or they might kind of inhibit expression. It's kind of like a a red light, green light sort of. And, And there's like a yellow as well in the middle, but they essentially tell us to go real fast or to put on the brakes. And we want to be in cruise. We want to be in that yellow, slow moving, just enjoying the scenery. So there is the nervous system and the nervous system has these two parts, the central and peripheral. And then within um, the nervous system, you have the autonomic, which is more like automatic. It's just like the automatic functionings of our body. And then within the autonomic system, you've got two sides, parasympathetic, sympathetic. We talked all about these in the last two episodes. I broke them down for you. It's an area that I love discussing because it's essentially recognizing when you are in a heightened state, like when you were anxious or stressed or overwhelmed, or when you are in like a more disconnected state of like just exhaustion, depression, um, social withdrawal, lack of emotion, those kinds of things. So let's talk about today, not about the systems, but how to either activate or neutralize them. So what does this look like? Well, we live in a world, at least here in Western society in the United States, that celebrates excitement, that celebrates high stress, work environments, aggressiveness, adrenaline rushes, and productivity and exhaustion. (laughs) 
it's it's really true though like we really do live in a society where you are applauded I and mean, here's a great example my mother works as an rn she has worked as an rn for like 40 years she used to work in direct patient care she used to deliver babies uh, now she works in caseload management as a way for an insurance company, as a way to, I suppose, <laughs> encourage their employees to do more work in a day. They have all these systems where they get points and they have to have so many points by the end of the year and they get points by making so many calls or you know, um, contacting so many people or offering so much help. And then they lose points when people don't call them back or don't join the program. So that is a style of, well, quite frankly, employee emotional abuse, workplace abuse, that is an unrealistic expectation because of, of the number they have to reach by the end of the year. And it puts a lot of pressure and stress and overwhelm on people to reach that number because their bonuses depend on it. Their ability to keep their job depends on it. And everything about that style of, of producing productivity fuels the sympathetic side of the nervous system keeps us in a state of overwhelm, stressed out, exhausted, anxiety, not good, not helpful. It may, may or might produce more work from people, but it's also going to destroy their bodies, their brains, their minds, and probably cause them to burn out and quit before, you know, end of their career. Okay. Enough about that. <laughs> we are in a chronic state of SNS sympathetic nervous system. We are in a constant, we are in a constant state of, of just anxiety and anxiety levels. And kids have gone up in the last couple of years. Anxiety levels and adults have gone up. We are overstimulated, overloaded. And we are forgetting that the parasympathetic nervous system is the balancing system. It is fundamental to our well-being. We need this to help us balance out being in the SNS all the time. Because when you're in there all the time, comes your stable state, you get stuck in there. It's stuck in anxiety, stuck in overwhelm, stuck in burnout, and you don't know what to do. We have forgotten about this magic tool called the PNS, the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, so let's say you are stuck in your SNS. What can you do to activate your PNS to balance out your system? I'm going to give you so many ideas here. Slow, rhythmic, deep breaths through your nose preferably longer out than you breathe in. So if you're breathing in for four, try and breathe out for eight. It's that out breath that activates this, the PNS. This one, I hate, but it works, but I hate it. Cold shower or like a splash of cold water on your face or like a cold plunge. Um, I will say I like it when I go to like a, a Turkish spa where you go and sit in a sauna for a while and then you get really, really hot and then plunge into the cold bath. That's fine with me getting a cold shower, especially, you know, having lived on the East coast and central East coast where it's freezing in the winter, just not an option, but it works. Salt deprivation baths. These are therapeutic approaches. You can search it on Google, find one local or near you, but it's essentially like a tank of salt water that you just kind of float in and it helps to remove the sensory stimulation from around you and from the world. Okay walk in nature, walk at all, <laughs> exercise, mindfulness practices. There are so many mindfulness practices. I mean, you can Google mindfulness for adults and you get hundreds of ideas. Meditation, 
I know this is a hard one for, for a lot of people because it's just not part of our natural society. It's not something we grew up with or were exposed to or had in schools, but this is a huge part of neutralizing your nervous system. Try the aid of apps. When I first started to meditate, I did not do well. I started using apps much easier. So they guided me. I love anything by Deepak Chopra. And typically my go-to app is Insight Timer. You can also incorporate things like yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong, all into your daily or weekly routines. There are classes, there are online courses that teach you all of these things. You don't even have to go in person. Hum, sing, or make the om sound, O-M. All of these things stimulate or activate the um, vagus nerve, and that will activate the parasympathetic nervous system. Essentially, it's, it's your vocal cords being stimulated. Belly laughs, deep, deep belly laughs. You can also really, um, like you can read poetry, create poetry, but, but really like rhythm and rhyme are neutralizing. It's because of the pattern, the brain likes pattern. So when it sees pattern and hears pattern, it is happy. So poems, rhyming, rhythm, our bodies like that. Try to speak more slowly, more methodically, more rhythmically. Um, and I, I crack, this one cracks me up because I talk so freaking fast. And sometimes I talk fast and I don't talk loud and then I don't enunciate and people can't understand what I'm saying. And I always was like, in my mind, why, why am I like this? Why? Why do I talk so fast? Why do I talk more softly sometimes? Um, and ultimately, it's a sign of nervous system dysregulation. I am either stressed out and I talk really fast or I'm really excited about something. It's only when I'm slowing down that I am more regulated. So how fast or slow I speak is a pretty good indication for me how regulated my nervous system is. Pray, gratitude practices, social relationships, and deep connected ones, not just, just seeing people. Get rid of the negative people and the negative thoughts in your life. Disconnect from social media. Unfollow people who are, or accounts who are negative or toxic or giving you poor information. Disconnect from news, disconnect from media. Anything that impacts your ability or your journey to, to be positive and to stay positive and keep a positive mindset should be gone. Your gut health is a huge part of your mood regulation and energy levels. So consider probiotics and you don't even need to take um, supplements for these probiotics. You could just eat <laughs> things that naturally had them in. So kombucha, if you've ever heard of it, fermented tea, yogurt, pickles, miso, kraut, um, anything fermented, just anything at all like that would have probiotics in. They help cultivate this healthy kind of gut bacteria, which helps you to think more clearly and stabilize your mood. Massages are really good too. Including foods that we know that are really good for the brain. So not only for the gut, but for the brain as well. So these brain foods, eggs, apples, goji berries, yogurt, again, avocados, um, adapt adaptogenic 
uh, herbs, mushrooms, mushrooms are good. Mushrooms are anti-inflammatory. They are immunomodulating and peppermint is really good too. Peppermint usually activates your senses. So that would, the peppermint probably would be a better thing to diffuse or to eat or to chew gum. If you were in, if you were stuck in the PNS, the parasympathetic side, you wanted to activate your energy. What else brings you down? Um, poses, inverted poses. So like down dog, uh, child's pose, fresh air, music, natural light, those things. Exercise, depending on the style of exercise, slower moving exercise, great to bring you down. Higher intensity, strength training, boxing, kickboxing, all those things, spin classes going to bring you up. So if you're already up and you do those things, it's going to keep you up. Okay. If you're stuck in your PNS, if you're stuck in that state of depression, what can you do? Small doses of social. I know it's hard because you don't have the motivation, but that will bring you out of it. Positive social, let me say risk walks. So still walks, but walking faster, deep, quick in and out breaths. So instead of long and slow, you're going real quick in and out. So to give you a, I know you can't see me, but you can hear me. This type of breath would, would sound like this. And what else to get you out of your PNS? Avoid smoking, <laughs> get your sleep, practice healthy, clean, organic eating, and avoid alcohol. <laughs> All those things, just not good for you. They, they really siphon away your energy and they cause insomnia. So minimal intake of them. Water, especially um, cold water um, or a heated drink can both just activate senses to wake you up a little bit. Um, even something that's like sour, or something that has like a pretty strong sensory taste. Um, I know the one for me, which I like kind of love and don't love is like the bubble tea. I don't know if you've ever had it, but it's this tea. So not only has it got caffeine in it, which is a stimulant, good, but not always good. I can probably fall into the alcohol and smoking category, but um, these little like jelly bubbles on the bottom, <laughs> it really wakes up my senses because it just feels so unusual. But sometimes I like it, sometimes I'm like, meh, meh, I don't know eating um, foods with a low glycemic index. And that will um, help with a lot of things. So, so what would that, what would these things be? Whole grains, nuts, high fiber, veggies, healthy oils. Those are all things. Um, and best to, to do that in the morning as like a breakfast option or a snack. So those will help to uh, level you out and activate your SNS. Um, what else? Uh, try to balance out, like, like, like take breaks. Um, typically, at least me, someone who's stuck on my S and S will plan back to back to back to back to back to back to back things all day long. And I'll hit the end of the day. I'm like, Whoa, I'm exhausted. Schedule breaks in your day, plan periods where you don't have anything on your calendar. I have started to put in my calendar white space. So I've literally blocked off time and wrote white space. So the truth is we can all try to balance our nervous system a little bit better. We will have occasional off days, vacation, travels, those things will throw us off and that's normal. However, the like binge and purge approach to self-care, stress management, nervous system regulation is not going to work. It's not sustainable. It's not ongoing. It's not long lasting. So, you know, this chronic stress that we have accumulated cannot be undone with little respites and vacations here and there. It needs to be a daily routine, an instinctual ritual habit 
So incorporate all of these things, not, sorry, not all of these things, any of these things that feel good and right to you uh, into your daily life so you can live a more balanced life, which really is the bedrock of existence and what's going to keep us alive. So, okay, what's today's listener question? Because that's enough about the nervous system. Where do behaviors come from? What triggers behaviors? Memories definitely do. Um, we might not recognize that a child acts a certain way because a memory is triggered. Sensory stimulation usually is what triggers the memory. So it could be a sound, it could be a smell, it could be a person, it could be a tone of voice. And then also the, in your memory system, there's like this cellular level of storage. Like there's, there's this body remembers things in its cellular level, it's chemical makeup. So these things are activated unconsciously often. And that's when these like impulsive behaviors show up. What also triggers behaviors and unmet need. So if you haven't listened to my five needs areas episode, go listen to that or go read the blog post because having an unmet need will definitely trigger behaviors. To wrap up our show, just try, <laughs> try to share with you our try at home tip, gardening. Plant something. It doesn't need to be a whole garden. Just give me a plant in a pot. Grow something because that's so sensory stimulating and mindful in such a beautiful way. And then you've got the, the um, dopamine hits that come from like seeing the thing. If you're not a green thumb, there are definitely plants that you can get or plant or buy that are really hard to kill. So, and there's a bunch of added benefits to those things as well, whether they're herbs or plants or you know, whatever, they have a lot of, um, they cleanse your air, they soak up noise. So plan something that, that would be helpful. And that's it for today's episode of returning to us podcast. Remember I tried a home tip, which is gardening. If you want me to answer a future question on a show, email me at podcast at thebehaviorhub.com or send a text to 717-693-7744. And don't forget to share this information with someone because I will help you to lock it into your own brain. Or let me know in the comments below, what was your biggest takeaway? What are you going to try? What have you tried and what's failed? Let me know. Until next episode, I'm Lauren Spiegelmeyer and thank you for joining me.